Hey everyone, we're the Girlish Podcast. My name is Gage. And I'm Jay. We're two trans women of color who wanted to start a conversation. We wanted to provide insight into the transition process through our own unique perspectives. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish. Today we're going to be diving into episode 13, which is all about hate comments. My name is Gage, and as always, I'm here with my co-host, Jay. Hey everyone, it's me, Jay. Yeah, so as most of you already know, we have had a few years of experience on YouTube. So as YouTubers, as any YouTuber experiences, we experience quite a few hate comments and As trans women, I feel like our hate comments are like a different caliber than normal because there are a lot of people that are not only attacking our gender identity, but our appearance and like our ability to get a job or have a family or saying nobody loves us. Um, But this is going to be a very lighthearted video or very lighthearted episode. We're going to be talking and reading about really hurtful comments, but we're probably going to go into how we have kind of transformed over the years and are able to turn hate into something humorous, basically. Yeah, I think our main goal is reclaiming these um, comments. It's really important to understand and be confident and comfortable in yourself so you're able to grow and move past the hate that people have to say. Because I know a lot of times when I first started transitioning, these comments really got under my skin. They were really hurtful. But now the more comfortable I've become, the more you know accepting I am of myself, I am now able to laugh and make fun of these comments. So this is, so this is nothing more than us making fun and bringing light to comments that could potentially be seen as hurtful. So I'm very, very excited to go and read some of those later because some of them are so extreme, like <laughs> like the most extreme thing I've ever read. Like people have to be some type of like petty to write these comments. Like they have no time in their day and they just really want to waste it on a YouTube video of me. And I mean, I guess that's fine. You're giving me your view. It's flattering. Yeah, it really is. So I'm I'm happy that we can make fun and showcase these horrible yet kind of funny comments. They're honestly hilarious. And it's funny because there's like a range of comments. So there's the ones that have a bunch of grammatical errors and you can barely understand and they have broken English, blah, blah, blah. But then there are those specific ones. They have perfect grammar and they use the most expressive words so you can just tell like they put a lot of time and effort into this writing this paragraph they might be even in college like they could be in the college classroom writing this essay to us and again it's flattering that they would spend the time out of their day and like basically create a thesis insulting us yeah those dissertation comments literally (laughs) those are the worst ones to get because my petty ass like i have to i'll read the whole thing and then at the end of it, they like convince me, like it's a, like a convincing article. I'm like, you know what? Maybe you're. Right. No, I'm, I'm kidding, but like, yeah, some of like try. <laughs> but those comments, yeah, can they can be hurtful? But at the end of the day, it's fun to be able to share it with a friend who've gone who's gone through a similar experience, and we're able to laugh and to joke about it because it's really important to do that and understand that everything, you know, everything can be seen funny, and it can be, you know, you don't have to take anything and everything negatively. 
you can turn a negative into a positive. And that's what we're trying to do with this episode. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And yeah, before we get started and, you know, into those comments, we always like to do a little bit of an introduction. We like to introduce ourselves and kind of give you some idea of like what's been going on in our life because of the main thing that we want to push or one of the main things is that trans people aren't all about their transition. Not everything is constantly always about their transition. We are normal people who live normal lives like any other person in the world. We have jobs. We have a life outside of the podcast, outside of our YouTube channel. We want to be able to showcase, you know, the things that we're doing that we're up to and what's new and what's been going on in our life. And Gage has some really, really big news and I'm really happy for her to share (laughs) with us today. She messaged me yesterday and I'm so excited for you. So go for it. I'm laughing because it's true. Like you're talking about how trans people are not like only their transition, but the big piece of news that I have to share is completely related to my transition. (laughs) But like literally, if you listen to all of our other episodes, we rarely talk about this type of stuff. So it's true. But in this specific case, I actually have some breaking news. Um, Yes. Were those sound effects? (laughs) (laughs) So as most of you probably know if you've been listening I am getting FFS and this is funny so yesterday I was like I just got out of the shower and you know how when you get out of the shower and your hair is wet you literally feel at your worst like you feel like a wet rat and you're hideous basically so I was looking at myself in the mirror basically on the verge of having a a mental breakdown because I was like bitch I'm fucking ugly and out of nowhere my surgeon calls me and they're like so we actually had a cancellation for FFS in October and they basically asked me if I wanted to take it and they were like you only have one to two days to respond to this or we're going to open up to other clients because we have a lot and if you don't take this one the next availability is up into March and April of 2020 so I would have to wait almost an entire year for this next opportunity And I was like over the moon. So I accepted it, obviously. Super excited. My surgery day is October 16th. So that's when I'm getting surgery. And that's only like three months away. Um, It was a little stressful. I had to secure $5,000 to reserve my surgery date, which they'll reimburse me once I get everything paid for. But like that was stressful just trying to find because that's a lot of money to get in a few days notice, like $5,000. Not a lot of people have that. So I'm so blessed and thankful that things worked out the way that they did. And by Halloween, I'll be all healed and ready and I will have a new face to show everybody. I'm really happy for you. Whenever you like text me yesterday, you're like, I can get it by October or whatever. I was like, oh my God, like that's, that's literally the best news. Because I know how stressful it can be to have to like wait a whole year and like it's it's that anxiety. It's always going to be at the back of your head and to knowing that you can just like be able to go soon and get it over with with like a reputable surgeon. Like it's really, really good to hear. So I'm very happy for you. And the $5,000, at least you'll get them back. Um, Yeah, I know. So it's just a secure and um, I'm really happy because like that's, that's such good news. Whenever like any trans person makes like a step and being able to like do a big step with like their um, transition and being able to get a major surgery like that. It's really exciting. And I know that I can finally, you know, call you my pretty friend. 
I know I'm not going to be ugly anymore. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm so kidding. happy to not be shameful to everybody that knows me. No, you're gorgeous and will be even more gorgeous with the surgery. I'm very, very happy and things are going to work out well. I'm very excited. And hopefully, maybe I can come in October and see your yes, busted ass right after I'm surgery. Come, uh, you should come when I have my little head wrap on and my cheeks are small. <laughs> Actually, I'm not getting like a lot done, so I don't think I'm going to look that extreme. But still, come yeah. visit me in the hospital. Maybe. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll plan um, a trip around that because I've been wanting to go and visit LA soon. And so maybe that'll be a good time when you're at your worst. Yeah, when I'm literally at my ugliest. <laughs> But hey, it's all worth it, and it's all it's all gonna you know be worth it in the end, and you'll be a lot happier. So I'm yeah. really happy for you. That's like the yeah. best news. So I congrats. Yeah, it's it was just like I was stressing so much over getting referral letters because you have to get a referral from a doctor, you have to get a referral from a therapist. But they emailed me yesterday, and they were like, "Your insurance policy changed their process, so you don't need any referrals." And I was like glad because I went through uh, hoops, honey, to get my referral letter for my daughter or my doctor back in Seattle. And I was working on a therapist. So now that I don't have to worry about that anymore, it's also another weight off my shoulders. But yeah, I'm really excited and I cannot wait. Yeah, that's really, really great. And yeah, referral letters are the worst. Their doctors never want to write them either. Like I was getting referrals for my bottom surgery and luckily I got, I got I think a few of them written for me, but after like calling and calling and calling and like literally begging, I'm like, I need this because I'm going to get my surgery. And then it was all worth, it was all for nothing because I didn't get my surgery. But like, like, yeah, I still have them. Um, So I'll probably have to get them updated and I'm sure I can reach out to all the doctors and they can just change the date on it. But yeah, it's really exciting to see that um, maybe in the future I can possibly get surgeries. I've been thinking about it a lot. And my insurance, can, I can get breast augmentation with my insurance. And I've been thinking about, because that's, I feel like that's the easiest probably surgery to go through. That's like affirming for me that I want. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe if I, you know, take it slow, it's also the cheapest out of all the options. So I'm like, maybe if, you know, like before I like move to LA or something, like I can get this done while I have the insurance now and I can, you know, be a little bit more confident and comfortable in myself. So it's been something that's been lingering in the back of my mind. So maybe I'll do that soon. But yes. yeah, so we'll definitely see. Um, yeah, nothing really new has been going on in my life. I've been working. Um, it's not been the best. I had like a weird mental breakdown last night. It was like odd. And it was just because I got into my own head for no reason. Um, I don't talk about it a lot on this podcast. I don't think I have ever. I've only mentioned it on my YouTube channel. But I have bipolar disorder, which can be really shitty. And um, I have been in like a really like good place. I feel like mentally, maybe the past month, the month and a half, whenever we started this podcast, I think it really helped me like have motivation for something. But I, I was in a really bad depressive episode um, prior to like starting this podcast. And I don't know, with me getting a new job, with me having this podcast, I've been feeling a lot more structured. And so I feel like I have been having like this like good feeling, this like very high energy feeling. But sometimes like I've been in this situation where I get so happy, I get so excited. And that energy continues to go and go and go up where, where I'm in my manic episodes. And a lot of times I like crash really hard. And so I've been getting this like weird anxious pit in my stomach, like it's going to happen soon. 
And like, I'm very worried about that. Like, I'm going to just kind of like crumble and fall. Cause whenever I like fall, I fall really hard and then I'll be out of commission for like months. And it's like a really scary, dark place that I'm like, don't want to be in. And so like, I just had a weird sensation last night that like, I felt like something was coming and I don't know, I just, I'm trying not to be negative. I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying not to allow myself to, you know, continuously live in my own head. I want to be present and in the moment. Cause I think that's really important. And as I'm getting older, I'm realizing how important it is to be like in the moment, making sure that you're constantly understanding of your surroundings and aware of everything. I've been really practicing grounding techniques because I find myself disassociating a lot. And I think it's really important to be in the moment. So last night I just had to ground myself. I was with my girlfriend. She helped me through it. And I'm just kind of trying to find my head and like understand that I can get through anything and it can be kind of difficult sometimes. Yeah. First of all, I just want to say that Jay is literally the strongest person I know. Like there are so many things that have happened to you like recently and even in the past that I feel like would crush anybody, like even the strongest people and you're still here. You're still super positive. We have this podcast. It's going well. So I just want to say you're doing amazing. And honestly, I, I really don't know anybody that's stronger than you. I'm going to cry. You can't do that to oh me my God, I didn't mean in to. the middle of the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I realize, I mean, I understand my privilege, though. Like, I, I do have a lot of privilege in a lot of things and aspects of my life. But I have, I've also gone through a lot. And I think anyone can say the same. And so I'm lucky that I have people, really great people that surround me, though. I have you, who have always been a constant support system. Anytime I text you, you're always very considerate and very, I don't know, you always, you know, worry about my, my, my emotions and how I'm feeling. And I really appreciate that. I have my partner who's very, very accepting and wonderful and have always been, you know, helping me, you know, get through things. So I'm very, very fortunate for my selected family that I have, because without them, I don't even know where I'd be today. So I'm very, very... You know, I'm I'm getting through things and life is a constant battle of just getting through things. And so, you know, I'm everything's a process, everything works itself out. So I'm sure that I'll I'll end up in a better state of mind. I just have to kind of get through these probably few weeks. But yeah. Thank you for being so sweet. You're the strongest person I know. Crazy how that works, huh? Thank you. We're strong bitches. Like we really stick together. We do that shit. We have the girlish podcast. The strongest podcast out there. Our listeners should be called the strong bitches. Oh my god. <laughs> Girlish and the strong bitches. <laughs> We're like an army. We love that. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to this introduction. And before we get to the main topic of today, I want to take a small break for the ads. So yeah. All right, guys. So we're back and we're very excited to be sharing our comments with you guys, our hate comments. Our beautiful, beautiful hate comments. You wouldn't be a trans YouTuber if you didn't have them or a trans influencer of some sorts if you didn't get them. Uh, They unfortunately surround us all the time with anything, any kind of thing that we create, no matter what we create. Like we can make a video literally talking or any type of content, just like showing our face, not even talking about our transition. And we'll always get some sort of hate because people don't accept our lifestyle, don't accept who we are, our identities. And it can be really unfortunate. And in the beginning of our transitions, it was something that potentially, you know, caused a lot of pain in our lives. It unfortunately um, 
it like put me down a lot. I remember I would read a million lovely, amazing comments of people supporting me. And then I'll get like maybe 20 hateful comments. And those hateful comments would really stick out to me. And those are the ones that would put me down. And for the longest time, I, you know, I believed them. I believed everything that they said. I, I took everything they said and it really ate me alive. And so I suffered from that a lot. I suffered from reading the comments a lot that to the point where I just had to like stop looking at the comments, continue making videos and just not worry about any of the feedback. Um, I stopped responding to a lot of people on my comment section just because I was completely avoiding it. I didn't want to see anything negative. But, you know, as I kind of did that and I worked on myself, I worked on getting myself to a healthy, mentally stable place in my transition. I realized that these comments were stemming from people who have something going on in their lives. They're coming from people who don't understand their identities, from ignorant people that are unwilling to learn or unwilling to grow. And there's a reason why they're doing this. And I just take it as they have no idea who I am. They don't understand me. They don't understand my life, why I feel the way that I do. They couldn't last a day in my shoes. And so I kind of started, you know, perceiving the comments in that way. And that's when they started getting funny to me. Like these people have so much to say and why, why do I matter so much to them? It doesn't make any sense. And so that's why I think today we're both can sit back sit, you know, relax and just laugh at these comments that are so ridiculous for no reason. Yeah, I agree. I It was really difficult at the beginning, especially because basically if you have gender dysphoria or body dysphoria, anything like that, it essentially makes you your worst enemy. So like everything that's negative about your appearance is constantly highlighted in your brain and that's all you can think about. So when you get a hate comment and they mention something that you're really insecure about, it sends you in like a downward spiral because first of all, you think that, oh, I'm I'm just like, it's in my head. Like this is an insecurity that I've always had, but I doubt other people notice it. But when somebody points out that exact same insecurity, it's just really hard to deal with, especially at the beginning of your transition where you're taking that step to put yourself out there and document what's happening and you could get a hundred comments that are positive, but that one negative one will just fuck you up for a while. But I agree, it does. It took a long time for us to get to this point where we can like confidently make fun of hate comments without taking any of it to heart. But it was definitely hard just because it is, there's a lot of mental gymnastics that you have to go through in order to start to convince yourself or to start believing in yourself and gain confidence. Uh, I'm just happy that we're both at a spot in our transition where we can laugh at this type of stuff. And it's honestly a form of entertainment now. Like sometimes I get hate comments and I laugh and usually those are the ones that I respond to now, which is bad. Like I should be responding to the people that are being nice to me, but I just think it's so entertaining to argue with these people. Cause like you said, they're, mostly ignorant, coming from a place of ignorance. So they don't, they're not educated. They don't know anything. They just basically say what they want or they say things that have only been taught to them by the media or negative representations of trans people. So yeah, I think you guys are really going to enjoy some of these. I know I had actually probably too much fun picking them out. It's honestly a blast finding these. I had a thread on a Twitter where I would just like share the worst hate comments I got. I would do like roses are red, violets are blue, 
and like I would like put the hey comment that ended in something oh that rhymed God. with that. Those are so funny. Yeah, so I had a few of those, and then that stemmed and that turned into a few videos on my YouTube channel where I made songs out of them because it was just it's like fun to be able to sing hey comments. Although sometimes when you kind of like devote like four or five six hours of writing a song just about hate comments about yourself it can get a little draining just constantly singing these things and like trying to like find other comments that match and like rhyme with each other and it can get a little draining um but that's the only time hate comments really affect me other than um if i have another person in the video and hate is uh, starts spreading to that person that's when i get really upset so if I have my partner in my video and she gets um, attacked because of that, or if I like I have my dad in one of my videos and people were writing things about him, it's a little hurtful to see that because they didn't sign up for it. And, you know, I did. I'm, I'm the one putting the YouTube videos on there. So like that kind of upsets me and it's really hard for me to kind of process. But other than that, these comments are so funny. And I, I think you should read the first one because okay. I think we, we both have gold and they're great. Yeah. Do you just want to take turns? Yeah, we can just go back and forth and just comment on okay. them. Yeah. yeah. So I took my comments from YouTube. I have a, or my most viewed video is over a million views. I know I'm like a viral queen or whatever. But yeah, so there's a lot of comments that I had to choose from. So let me see. I have quite a few. I'm just going to choose just like a subtle one, you know, just to ease into it. So this comment is from... I'm Games 2012, and they said, go get a prostate exam because real girls don't have that, you dumb bitch. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's really not wrong. <laughs> I like how he added dumb bitch at the end. He's just like, oh, by the way, you have a prostate and you're not actually a biological woman. You know, I think so it's funny about that too, is that he called you like a bitch, which and like a lot of times it's referred when you're like talking about like a woman. That's what's so funny. It's like they insult you, but at the same time, they reaffirm your gender. Like they use the pronouns that you want them to use. Like they call you she most of the time. Oh, yeah. Or like you're the ugliest fucking girl I've ever seen, which is similar to one oh, I got. I but yeah, like they, they insult you, but then they're also like, I'm going to be respectful enough to use feminine pronouns my favorite ones are ones that people think i'm a, like a trans guy and they're like you're they're like they're like you'll oh always god. be a girl like you'll never be a boy you'll always be a girl and i'm like oh my god thanks <laughs> like how sweet i love how they you know reference prostate exams as like that's supposed to like upset you i know. And like i don't know it's like a weird thing that like what that's the probably hell? like the joy of his life like going to get his prostate exam because no one else touches it or stimulates it for him i mean honestly i think trans women are lucky yeah exactly i mean i think it's you a great like, time yeah <laughs> is that too much tea am i spilling too much no tea? it's not too much tea it's the truth it's the truth tea <laughs> but speaking of like like you know people like affirming you and also like hating you at the same time um i got one the other day and it was so funny i have to find it Oh, where did I put it? Okay, so this comment I got, it's from your boy Lewis. So thanks, Lewis. Um, they said, kill yourself. But honestly, I would fuck you if you had a pussy now. <laughs> like, I'm taken, Lewis. Lewis, what the hell? That's so stupid. I also hate, like, those people that are like, like, why? Like, the chasers that are like, yeah, get your surgery and I'd fuck you. But also, fuck you. Like, what's going on? What's like yeah. what's going on in your head? 
I feel like he has conflicting feelings because he's like, oh, I feel like I should say fuck you because that's what makes me look more manly and badass. But also, I'm attracted to you. So I just want to let you know. My <laughs> like, favorite the chance. My favorite thing is once you read these comments and like you go on their channel and they have like Minecraft Let's Plays and you're Literally. like, oh, oh great. Also, <laughs> I feel like none of them have room to talk because 99% of them don't have a profile picture. So what do you look like, Lewis? Tell yeah. me. Yeah, what do you look like, Lewis? If you're such a man, if you're such an informative of how everything works in life, why can't we see your face? But that's yeah. annoying. Read another They're one. They're all faceless. <laughs> My next comment is from Aliana Z. And she says, first, you were an ugly ass boy. Now you're an ugly as fuck girl. You're never going to amount to anything. Well, Aliana, I'll have you know. First of all, this video has reached over a million views. So thanks for one of those. And also, I'm very successful and I might be an ugly girl, but like I said, I'm getting surgery in October. So not for long. So try again. First of all, everyone hits on Gage. She always texts me. Honestly, she's like, and she's like, yeah. all these boys are coming up. All these boys are merry men are flirting with her. <laughs> I was like, shut up. You are not ugly. I I don't know. It's like I said, it's like a mental thing for me. Yeah. And no. I just, for some reason think I look like a Neanderthal, but that's understandable dysphoria is a bitch but yeah those comments are funny too especially from women like like um women that i don't know i for the longest time when i first started transitioning i thought like women would be the most supportive throughout my transition and they'd be the one that were more nurturing more comforting towards my transition and everything but to be honest i've had a lot more of an like people come out like a lot of men come out and support me and like a lot of like men family members a lot of like old friends that I used to have, they were very supportive. And a lot of the friends that I had that were women, they're very not about my transition. So it's interesting to yeah. see that and that happening. And a lot of like, like TERFs, you know, trans exclusionary feminist people that don't agree with trans women or think that we have some type of privilege because we've, you know, identified as a male at some point in our life. Those are always the most frustrating because they don't really understand or accept our identity. And so when a woman always comments, I always get my heart hurts a little because I'm like, like, I thought we're, we're like, we're in this together. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. literally just one of you. And so that's so that pisses me off so much. I feel like it honestly comes from a place of jealousy because it's usually when women like this has happened in real life too like I've heard multiple stories of this happening like if you're at a club with a girl or something and you're completely passing and like you've been transitioning for years but like once they see you getting attention they'll go up to the guys and be like oh by the way she's actually trans like she was born a man so it's like they see the attention that some trans girls get and it like for some reason makes them jealous so that it pushes them to be like well guess what you're never going to be a real girl guess what you don't have a uterus you won't have children you were born a man blah 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 so I really do think for the most part it comes from a place of jealousy yeah and it's so so silly because like that that puts like trans women in so much danger too by like outing them and doing things like that just because it stems from a place of like of jealousy and I don't know I always, I always hate those passive comments, too, that are made oftentimes by cis women who, I mean, it comes from ignorance, so I can't blame them. Or, like, when I talk about how, like, I'm on hormone replacement therapy, and so my skin is very clear because of it. Like, I have very clear skin, 
because I'm, I take estrogen. And then they're always like, oh, like I need to take some estrogen. And I'm like, bitch, you have estrogen. Your body naturally produces it. Oh Shut the God. fuck up. I hate that. But like, like oh, oh, I get some estrogen. Like, bitch, you literally have it flowing through your veins. Or like Shut whenever up. I'm like, like, like I talk about like, if I don't like, I can't have a period, obviously. I don't have a uterus. And so they're like, oh, you're so lucky. And it's like, yeah, am I? Am I lucky that I'll never be able to like, carry my own child? That's yeah. that's like the most, yeah, I don't know. It's like listen to what you're actually saying, Karen. Yeah. And so like, I mean, microaggressions, I, I, they're, they're, they're definitely micro. And I, I think, you know, a lot of it, it, it does come from ignorance and people not understanding. But those are kind of very passive statements that they do hurt a lot when they're said. So yeah, I hate, especially when it comes from women, it always hurts. But I have a neck, a good comment. Um, the thumbnail is a weird, I don't even know how to read this username, so I'm not going to read it. Um, but this is probably my favorite one. Um, it's very, I think this person should be an author. I think if they're not an author, they really need to write a book ASAP because I would buy it. But they're very descriptive with what they, you know, wrote. And so I'm just going to read it. So they said, you make me scared of having children. Coming out to your dad with some gender trending bullshit like this on a YouTube video? Don't you have any respect for your father? You deserve to get your pink butthole gaped by ISIS. <laughs> like, thanks, I guess. I don't, yeah, but this comment was so funny because it's like, like, what, 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 how did that come? Like, where, where, how did that just, how did that escalate so quickly? <laughs> I honestly screamed the first time you read this to me just for the fact that they said pink butthole. Like out of all things that they could have been descriptive about, they decided to describe the color of your butthole. And how, like, how do you know? Like, I visualized you know? it too. Oh, so, like, I know. It, it like puts a picture in your head. Like I literally see a butthole now. <laughs> You're thinking about my butthole? What? No, yeah. <laughs> something that happens often. I'm just kidding. Oh my God. That's so gross. I hate people so much. I read this. Oh, I was so funny. And I put it on my Twitter. I put roses are red. Don't have a crisis. You deserve to get your pink butthole gave to by ISIS. Oh my God. I and it's think- not just like slight. It's like he wants it to be gaping. Gaping. Like gaping. protruding. What's that? What is that word called? Prolapsing. Pro- he wants you to have an <laughs> anal prolapse. <laughs> Thanks, Topol Sotka. I really appreciate your beautiful, beautiful comment. It makes me filled with joy. It makes me feel affirmed. And honestly, I do want my butthole gaped. Maybe not by ISIS, but maybe by someone special. (laughs) Okay, moving on. (laughs) I cannot. This episode is too much for me. I can't deal with this. Okay. When Moving I post on. this, I, I have don't... to make it explicit. I have to like make it, it explicit. It, this is explicit. So explicit. <laughs> Sorry, um, guys. I don't know if I could top that last one, <laughs> but I can try. So this one, it's a little bit longer. It's from Ari Lovely. Also does not have a profile picture. She says, bleh, ugliest tranny bitch ever. People like you couldn't possibly obtain a real woman's beauty. Ha 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 ha. Sucks to be you. Your face probably makes babies cry. I bet you stink to the high heavens too. Ew, LMAO. I can't imagine anybody ever loving you. Which again is funny because um, I have a boyfriend 
I have people in my life that love me. And again, I do get hit on quite often, not to toot my own horn or anything. So this ugly tranny bitch um, kind of gets a lot of action. So I mean, who's the real loser? Eerie, really. I love also how like they like come for you and like they're trying to make you insecure, but like we're so secured in our relationships with someone that we have. It's like, I feel affirmed already. Like you're not doing anything. All you're doing is wasting your time by commenting that. Like no one cares about how you feel. I don't know. It's, it's frustrating, but that's so stupid. The most offensive part is that she thinks I stink. Like, why do you think that? I think I have very good hygiene. I don't know why she would think that about me. That's what hurts the most. <laughs> and that funny. I make babies cry, which is probably true because I'm not the best with kids. So, I mean, it's half true. Yeah. I mean, she's coming, she's stemming from a place of, of, of knowledge. I guess she knows you. You don't even Or know. maybe like she experiences this, like she smells bad and makes babies cry. So she was like, oh, maybe this will hurt this ugliest tranny bitch ever if I say this to her. <laughs> I love that. We shout stand. out to you, Eerie. Yes, Love you. shout out to you. I'm trying to like find another one because there's so many and there'll always be so many. But like the dramatic ones are the ones that are like the funniest. I um, literally love them. I've never met Gage, but I can confirm that she does smell. <laughs> yeah, but I smell good. You smell the best. The best. I smell like Hawaii, which I'm going to tomorrow. Oh, huh? Yeah, she leaves. You leave tomorrow. I'm very. I, we're getting off track, but yeah, you leave tomorrow. We have to film I this do. podcast early this morning because we have to make sure that we have one ready while she's out on the beach, sand in the toes, in the black, in the black sand around the black, volcanoes, just sitting in a lava, <laughs> sitting in lava at a volcano. Oh, well, I hope you get a nice tan. Um, I hope you get. Um, yeah, I hope you have a good time. I hope your tuck yeah. doesn't hurt. I hope you don't have to pee oh before you tucked. <laughs> I'll update you. That's probably going to be my intro next episode. I'll tell you how my tuck lasted in Hawaii. All right. I'm very excited to hear. Um, okay, let me find the next comment. Um, so, yeah, this was a good one. It was from Neutral Connor Games. So, Neutral Connor Games, shout out to you. It's you will always be a boy. You aren't a girl. Stay as you are as a boy and don't become a feminist. <laughs> like, why? What, where did... Okay. Um, I, a lot of these comments will escalate so quickly. And you're like, how did that even... How did they... How does the, the beginning of this and the end of this... How do they correlate at all? Exactly. And so it's like, yeah, don't become... Oh my God, I fell out of my chair. <laughs> I'm a hot ass mess. But um, yeah, so they're like, yeah, I don't even know how me becoming a feminist has anything to do with me. I was like, I think it's so funny. He's basically saying, like, you shouldn't become a girl. You shouldn't be doing this. But above all else, don't become a feminist because that is the worst thing that could possibly happen to you. Yeah, because like feminism is the end all be all. I hate this. And because every trans woman, all trans women, all trans individuals, they're feminist. And that's what they are. Which they're not even It's not true. Yeah, it's not true. And um but yeah, it's a little frustrating cuz it's like, okay, like so being trans, you're automatic like, like like being trans and feminism, they're synonymous. That's what it kind of sounds like. Um but it's weird. That's like a completely different topic that we 
should dive into. In we should in a future episode. All right. Yeah. Do you have any more? Um, I do. I have a few more. So this one is from the bully 232 challenger gang. And he actually has a profile picture, which is a car. So good for you. I don't know if that's yours, but whatever. He says, this is a mental illness in all caps, followed by 37 throw up emojis. Then he says, how can people not see this? If you're gay, be gay. That's it. You won't ever be a girl. So stop it. I respect normal gay people, but this shit is getting out of hand. Oh, my God. Um, So clearly, there seems to be a disconnect between gender identity and sexuality for the bully 232 Challenger Gang because (laughs) for some reason he thinks I'm gay, which I'm not, but he doesn't know that. Someone's never taken a human sexuality class. No, he needs to take Humanities 101. Like it's, It's taught to you. That's I hate when that happens because that's another thing. People will like call us like faggot or like call us like gay and stuff like that. And it's like, how did what does that have anything to do with my transition? Like, what is that? What? And um, I know. Yeah, I I hate it so much because um, or a lot of times people, a lot of the comments that we'll get is um, that there are only two genders. Like that's probably the prime one we always get. And I think that's the funniest whenever like people like say like that you there's only two genders and it's like okay well in your two gendered world i'm literally one of the genders so what the fuck are you going on about connor like i don't know it's frustrating yeah it's like you think we're like a new species but like i literally identify as a woman that is one of the two genders that you acknowledge as being in existence so like why are you saying that to me like it's not like I identify outside of the binary. Yeah, it's really silly and it's really stupid. Um, I just I just hate that when people get so confused, they don't understand sexuality, they don't understand gender identity, they don't understand what it means to be a trans person. And it literally, if you watch my video, if you stop commenting and actually listen to the things I had to say, maybe you'd learn a thing or two. Like Exactly. We're very educational. So maybe they should listen. They might learn something. Yeah. Stream this podcast. We, you know, we, we go up every Monday. So learn. They're probably listening right now. Educate. And a lot of times, yeah, they like, they sexualize us so much. A lot of times, like they're watching these videos. They're like, I don't know why YouTube recommended this video to me. And it's like YouTube recommended the video to you because you're watching these videos. Like, exactly. Like, and like they insult you and then they're like, I'm going to rape you, you ugly bitch. Like why? So you literally say you're you disgusted by me. Why, why do you want to rape me? Like, yeah. Are you turned on by me secretly? And that's you basically saying that you think I'm attractive. I don't know. It's very confusing. It's, it's, yeah, it's stupid. I, literally another one I got was you got to be mentally raped and fucked in all the holes of your body to be a transgender <laughs> and shit and cut your dick. And so, like, that's another thing. Like, you'll get often get times where people are, like, saying, like, oh, you're cutting off your dick. You're cutting off your, like, cutting off your penis. Like, you can't just cut off and mutilate your body. And it's like, I'm going to a professional surgeon and I'm inverting my penis. Like, I'm doing yeah. I'm doing the best thing for me. And it's so funny that people just aren't educated. It's like, yeah, it's like you're cutting it off. And, like, I'm not cutting off anything. They need the extra skin to make the pussy. Exactly. And literally everything that you have is what you need for a vagina. 
it's just formatted differently. And you would know that if you took a basic biology class, yeah. idiot. And so <laughs> I just, people, they frustrate me. <laughs> I always say that, like, every time I get mad, I'm like, that's so frustrating. And I say that a million times, but it is. And I can't think of a better word to describe these people that just refuse to understand and refuse to learn and better themselves. It's it's frustrating. Exactly. Frustrating is the keyword of this podcast. Also, I'm sorry, it's very explicit. I just realized that we've said like butthole, penis, like gaping pink butt. Like, Isis. I don't know what we're talking about. I- <laughs> um, okay, so I have one more comment. Oh my God, this comment is from Eerie Lovely. She left two. Oh, we stand. She is so sweet. Okay, so my last comment for the day. She says, man, 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 forever, man, normal girls are better, Mr. Man, 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 you're a man, man, ha, 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 point blank, period, in all caps. Oh, sis, sis has problems. (laughs) She is so threatened by me that she just has to remind me that I'm a man. Sis needs a man in her life. I know. And it's like. This goes back to like the whole your DNA will always be male. Like, bitch, who fucking goes around and checks your DNA? Like, do you carry around a DNA kit to see what people's chromosomes are? Nobody does that. Who I don't fucking care if I have XY or XX chromosomes. It makes me mad because there are women who have male chromosomes, like just like standard male chromosomes. And yeah. like or and like it doesn't it doesn't that doesn't change your gender identity at all. There are also intersex people that exist, like that have always existed, that have culturally always been accepted. It's just now that in our society we somehow shame people who are dealing with a gender identity issue. So I hate that. That's a constant thing. We're being called man, man, man. And like, it's, ah. and people think that like it cuts deep, right? People think that it's like the most hateful thing you can say to us. And it's like, okay, go off. Like I've heard it from a million family members. You're not offending me. Yeah. And like not to bash on religion, but I oftentimes think about like if one line was different in the Bible, or if it didn't exist at all, like how different would our perception of the world be? Like a lot, cause a lot of what informs us about what gender is and how you're supposed to be a man or a woman or how you're supposed to be heterosexual, it's informed to us through religion. So like, if you think about what if this specific passage was completely omitted from the Bible, how different would our society be if we didn't have that? Yeah, it really, it, it makes you think because- yeah, if you look at cultures before religion, before Christianity took place, if you look at different cultures um, regarding like Native people, you start seeing that, you know, trans identities, identities that are outside the binary exist and they've always existed. And a lot of the comments we do get are often like trans are uh, often religious related. Like if you type in God into the search of our like YouTube channel, like comments, you see like this first one I got, it says, you never say you hate God. Disgrace may God help you with your the demon inside of you. <laughs> and because I posted a video saying I wrote a song about hating God. And so someone was offended about it. And they were like, yeah, you never say you hate God. God disgrace, may God help you with this demon inside of you. And like, you just get millions of comments of people and religion and, and what they think about you and what their Bible thinks about you because of one sentence, one little section inside this giant book. 
that is so open to interpretation for many people. And yeah. it's also like a lot, a big thing in the Bible is, you know, don't judge other people, but that's a constant thing that people that are Christians that I feel like end up doing. And I'm not trying to bash a person who is religious, who is Christian, who supports the community. I'm bashing the ones that don't and, and how that may have affected or played a role in how they see trans or, you know, queer individuals. So it is frustrating a lot. We can get that can be another topic in the future religion. We literally thought of three different topics within this one topic. So thank you, hate comments. You inspired us. Yeah, this is my favorite episode. We're just this is my favorite episode by far. We're just going on. <laughs> it's out of control, <laughs> but in the best possible way. Yeah. Oh my god. And I all think we have demons inside of us. So just embrace it. Embrace your demons. Ex- and embrace it to the fullest. And you know, may God have mercy on. Our gaping bottle. <laughs> That's I literally the perfect ending to this episode. Yeah, it really truly is. Guys, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at Girlish Podcast. We often update you guys with our transition stories. We got show a lot of before and afters and um, just kind of our progress throughout the whole transition aspect. We also keep you updated. You can be a part of a future episode and ask questions if you follow us on our Instagram. So we're very, very active on there. Feel free to DM us. If you haven't, maybe share your a story of you listening to our episode. We'd really, really appreciate that. We always share them on our stories. So yeah, we're growing pretty quick. We have, I think, like over a thousand followers on our girlish page it's gonna be my my personal instagram and i'm waiting for that day to happen and i'm gonna be so happy because (laughs) like that just be so that means my podcast is doing great enough to actually like overcome me and like that's the best feeling i'm very excited about it as i'm passively saying this (laughs) but no really yeah if you haven't just follow us on instagram very very excited yeah thank you guys for listening this like I said, this episode is out of control, but it's my favorite. I love the fact that we can like have these types of conversations because again, this podcast is basically like a conversation between Jay and I, but you're also included because you can listen in. You can leave comments on our Instagram, tell us what you thought, and you know, you can react to some of these comments too. I hope hopefully they made some of you laugh. And until next week, we will see all of your pink buttholes later. Thank you, strong bitches. I'll see you guys in another episode of Girlage. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.